1: Yeah, 8 o'clock hour. Thanks for hanging out with us in the com studios. KB and Andy Mark Dighton hanging out. James Boyd from The Athletic. Uh, and I like The Athletic zip-up, by the way.
2: I like I that. look, no ironing. Just put it on and get out the door.
1: <laughs> <laughs> get the Nike sweatpants on and you're good to go. That's what we do every morning around here. I got to get more fan gear. I have like one thing from the fan. I have like an old shirt. I, come on, I've been here since August. Give me a sweatshirt, guys. Someone hooked me, someone hooked me up. But uh, James Boyd, uh, nice enough to wake up with us here. Obviously talking a lot about Colts win and you're in on Saturday night against the Houston Texans. We talk some Pacers as well. We keep that conversation going. Rick Carlisle, head coach. coach. Coach of the Pacers, nice enough to join us here Tuesday in the 8 o'clock hour. Coach, good morning. Happy New Year. How are you?
0: I'm good. Happy New Year.
1: Uh, so I guess you and James have a relationship so I found out he covered you for a year so uh so this should be fun Kevin Bowen is in Florida right now coach uh, with about 10 kids running around so I don't know if that's a vacation uh, or not so hopefully your new year went well and boy it did last night 122 113 winners in Milwaukee I know you didn't want to talk about it three and one against uh, the bucks this season but if you can't just talk about the win uh the bench I mean you guys didn't shoot well but boy the bench came to play in and, uh, and a fantastic win and you guys have had success this season against this Milwaukee team you saw it last night now four straight for your Pacers group
0: first of all James you're safe for sore eyes bro i mean it's been too long it has you been. You, you, you bailed on us i mean <laughs> it hurt a lot of feelings around here you know I, 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 we're all in on, all of us are all in on the Colts and everything but uh, oh man you know, it felt like it felt like we were the one. We were the ones that kind of, you know, got you, got you into the fold, and you just you just took off on us like so fast.
2: What's funny is we had a conversation me and Rick did, and he's like, "Hey, what do you want for your career?" And I was telling him my goals and things like that. And then, you know, nine months later, I'm moving on to the Colts. He's like, "Hey, I didn't say move on that fast, you know, whatever." So, um, the good thing is, Rick, you know, with the season, how NF NBA, and NFL set up might be seeing you pretty soon here after the uh playoffs end. So just don't count me out just yet.
0: All right. Well, well, we'll hold you to that, but uh yeah, back to Andy's question. The the game last night was uh it was such a frustrating game at it so, in at, in so many junctures. Uh you know, we we didn't start well. We got down 15 points pretty early. Um and then uh you know, the the, the bench came in and and really um brought us back to life you know mcconnell had a great night uh matherin was was brilliant uh you know top has played some of his best basketball since uh since moving to a to a bench role isaiah jackson was was great you know and so um you know and buddy buddy didn't have a great shooting night but he was doing a lot of good things on the court so you know we we're just trying to hang in and um got it to some, you know, reasonable number at, at, at halftime. And then, <laughs> then we come out in third and, and, the, and the whole thing kind of started again. And we, we got it down 15 again. And, and, uh, instead of calling timeout, I just, you know, decided to, to let it go. It just seemed like, you know, maybe you just let these guys keep playing. We can, we can crawl back in this thing. And, uh, you know, that once again, got it down to, I think we ended up winning the third quarter by one point or two points or something like that. And then, uh, you know, in the, in the fourth, we got hot, uh, found a way. Neither team shot well. Um, you know, it, it was just, it was very unusual game, but, but but one of those games that, you know, you're just really proud of your group that uh, through it all, they just, they just kept competing and kept executing and, and eventually, you know, Got the ball to basket and got some stops.
1: I want to ask you about the bench and about the lineup change. We you know, we spoke last week and at that point you alluded to, hey, there's gonna be some changes and there were. I, I want to get to those here in just a second, but do you think you could have shot fourteen percent from three earlier in the season and and won a game? And if so, I mean that has to say something about not only your bench, but also your defense, I would imagine as well.
0: Well, you know the answer to that question. I mean, the answer is hell no. There's no way, and you know we just we've just decided to reset things. And you know we talked about it a little bit last week. We needed to be more physical. We needed to be bigger, and we needed to, you know, we need to work on it more. And so it's been uh, it's been a priority. Um, you know, a team like a team like Milwaukee is a nightmare trying to figure out how to guard those guys because um you know Lillard and Giannis are are two of the best players of this generation and uh Middleton is is extremely underrated and you know he's just a walking bucket you know so um those three guys you just got your hands absolutely full but uh you know we found a way to do it um I'm not sure exactly how uh but now now we're going to see him again tomorrow and and uh you know, it's it's going to be it's going to be another tough one,
2: Rick. What has it been like to see the maturation of Tyrese Halliburton, especially in fourth quarters where he's picking his spots and sometimes and oftentimes calling his own number? Which is when I at least when I covered the team and he first got here, it went so much against his nature. But now it seems like he embraces that so much more.
0: Well, he's 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 learned that um, with his job on this team. You know, he, it, 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 it's, he's it he got to strike the right balance. He he can score the ball, and he's really worked on a couple of things over the last couple summers. You know, he works with Drew Hanlon in the summer, who's one of the best trainers out there. Um, Drew works with, you know, works with Joel Embiid. He works with Jason Tatum. He works with uh, Bradley Beal, and with only two or three other guys, you know, he works with, like, six or eight guys at the most. And so uh, they, they worked a lot on him being able to put pressure on the rim with drives um, and increased range and time and, and, and figuring out working on footwork to create space for the shot. So, you know, the passing is something that was always natural to him, but uh, developing, you know, that, uh, the killer instinct with, with scoring when needed has been, has been very important to us. And so, um, you know, you've seen great examples this past week, you know, the, the 20 and 23 or the 21 and 22 games, you know, he's doing both at a, at a crescendo level, and we, we absolutely need all of it. So um, you're right. It, it does go against probably what his, his basic nature as a player is, but, um, you know, great young players that are developing and maturing. Uh, the game does slow down. You're seeing it with Mathurin right now. He's, you know, he's, he's seeing the game in a, in a whole different way, you know, in, in, in recent games. And, uh, um, and it's, uh, it's been great to see Tyrese do what he's doing.
1: Rick Carlisle with us here on the Payless Liquors Hotline. Yeah, we talked so much last week, Coach. You know, he had the 20 assists with no turnovers, did Halliburton. That's the first time since 2016 in Chris Paul. And he's also just the third player in NBA history with 20 points and 20 assists in back-to-back games. The other two, John Stockton and Magic Johnson. Uh, So the last week plus, and no doubt this season, has been great for Halliburton. I'm going to ask this, and I know this sounds stupid. How? I mean, you're coaching this guy. How does he play the minutes he plays and make the plays that he makes without turning the ball over? I, it just to me, his lack of turnovers is the stat that is astonishing and has been astonishing the last couple of weeks. How does he do that? How do you guys teach that? And how much of a skill is that that he has? It seems God given at this point for him.
0: Well, some of it certainly is, um, but you know. Going into the game last night, one of one of the areas that we said was absolutely essential was to value the ball um, and and avoid uh, live ball turnover because that turns Giannis loose in transition. It, it gives him the launching pad, and we we know what that's looked like in the previous three games. And so, uh, Tyrese has the ball a lot. Um, you know, M- McConnell is, is another guy that, that does a good job with ball security, ball efficiency. And so those two guys, um, you know, were great last night. And, and in the fourth quarter, you know, it, it hasn't happened a lot where uh, TJ and, uh, and Ty are, are the two guys that finished the game. But last night we just, you know, we just had to find a group that could get something going. And, and in the fourth quarter, you know, you um, T.J.'s out there, Ty's out there, Matherin's out there, uh, you know, it, it turned out that uh, Toppin was out there, and, and I think Miles finished, but, um, and Isaiah Jackson's another guy that, that really stepped up huge last night, so, yeah, the the, the keeping turnovers down thing is, is a major thing, and it's, it's also a sign of, you know, wisdom beyond years, you know, for a young player to be that cognizant of the importance of taking care of it is uh, is really a big deal,
2: Rick. When you look at what T.J. McConnell has been able to do throughout his career, especially last night, what does that do for a team when you know this guy is going to give you everything, like he did, even in some of the stuff that doesn't show up in the box score, like, for example, drawing the foul uh, on Chris Middleton there on that loose ball.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was like an unbelievable play. I mean, you know, Tyrese had the ball and. He was a, he he was trapped, and so he he made a a little bit of a desperation pass, trying to get it out of the trap. Matherin made an unbelievable save, and left handed flung it across the court, and then McConnell came out of nowhere and got one hand on it, and then saved it to I think Tyrese, and then you know, we we weren't sure whether or not you know that that was going to stand as a foul or whether. Um, it was going to end up being uh, our ball out of bounds because we did secure it, even if the uh, the challenge was successful. But it turned out, I, I you know, I I obviously saw the the game last night coming home on the plane, and and there was contact, and it was an absolutely enormous play in the game. And just think about it in crunch time, you know, we ended up um, running action to get McConnell downhill uh, to be our primary scorer during crunch time. And so there were a lot of things that you would have maybe scratched your head if somebody would have told you that this is how the game was going to go. But, you know, resourceful teams got to find ways to win. Um, you know, great players like Halliburton, you know, are, are, are a big part of that and resourceful players like like McConnell are, uh, you know, unreplaceable.
1: Yeah, and T.J. McConnell, you know he- – he might go a few games coach you know this without playing and then we'll come in last night play 22 minutes and play such a a, a big piece of the win. rick carlisle with us here on the pay less liquors hotline uh andrew Nemhard, any update can you give us on his injury
0: um you know I, I don't think this is going to be a long-term thing it was uh it was something that happened it, it, his, his back tightened up it was um, more in the upper back part part of the um, part of the spine, which generally means that you know short term those those kinds of things are quick to turn are, are hard to turn around short term but uh, long term you know they they don't tend to stay around too long at least that's what the trainer told me last night. I'm, I'm uncertain about what his status is going to be but um, Bruce Brown is getting is getting closer to being back so you know, if Drew's out, then 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 maybe it'll be a case where where Brown is ready to go, or or we'll see. I mean, you know, we gotta just take a deep breath after after last night and see what's what and see who we have available for tomorrow. I'm I'm expecting our crowd to be great again uh, tomorrow night. You know, with a divisional opponent and, and superstars coming in. Um, And we're just going to have to find a way to, to compete at a level that's, that's worthy for their support. You know, that's what I told the guys last night. I mean, you you know, runs like this that we're on since Christmas are are not easy to get on um, in the NBA. And, and, you know, human nature um, is is always going to be a challenge, you know, when you have a big win on the road, but, you know, somehow, we're gonna we're gonna have to find a way to to get the wheels, keep the wheels on the wagon and and be ready to compete, you know at a, at a similar level tomorrow night.
1: Yeah, one of the reasons I ask is, you know, the last four games we spoke last Tuesday, and we knew there were going to be changes to the lineup, whether that be the, you know, the starting lineup or the lineup as a whole, who you bring in reserves, minutes uh, allocated around the roster. And so the last four games, coach, I mean, you guys are four zero. You made the lineup changes, and then Nemhard gets injured. So uh, obviously, we'll see what happens tomorrow night. But the new starting lineup, and even a guy you mentioned like Obi Toppin, who's been playing some very good basketball for you the last week or so coming off the bench, changing things up four games ago. What did that do for this team? How have you seen it work itself out in the last week or so?
0: Yeah, it's just, it was it was just, it wasn't so much who was starting. Um, Cause you know, the guys that, the guys that had been in there had, had done so many great things, you know, and, and, you know, healed has you know been been historic with his shooting since being here. Um, he went back into the lineup of the game in Atlanta, which I watched again last night as we get pre- prepared to play them in three or four days, whenever it is. Um, and he was absolutely you know amazing in that game, and the reason was probably one of the main reasons we won that game. So it wasn't it wasn't about you know who was starting. We needed to be bigger. We needed to be more physical, and we and we needed to um, be clear. You know, as a staff, that the defense was going to be a priority. And so much of our problems leading up to that point had been the excessive fouling, the difficulty rebounding, etc. And and we just we just simply had not had the time to work on it and. We gained such an identity as a as a as a team that could score, um, you know, the ability to go up and down and free flow and and do all that stuff offensively, you know, flies in the face of a possession mentality defensively. So, you know, to be great in the NBA, you, you've got to do both, and year in year out. I think I may have said this to you guys, Andy. You know, when 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 Kevin was in one of the weeks, but the hardest thing to do is to have a flow mentality offensively and be able to immediately flip a switch and become a possession team defensively and the teams that are the top teams in both are, are championship contending teams so um, you know we were 30th in defense for most of the first part of the year um, I know that we're not 30th right now I, I, I you know with the way stats are now you have the ability to track it over, over a stretch of games so I know that You know, I was told last night after the game, the last seven games since we had that one live practice after the Clipper game, you know, we're like 13th in defense. And so that's, you know, that's improvement. It's progress, but it's something that we have to stay on top of. You know, we, we took a step back in the New York game. I, Mm -hmm. I was, I was not happy after that game. Um, I talked to the team about it a little bit that, you know, we, we let go of the rope a little bit. We had we had an unbelievable shot making game in that, in that game, but we got into the, you know, kind of the brother-in-law trading shots thing again. And it's just, it's a dangerous pattern. It's a dangerous syndrome to get into. And so um, we did better last night defensively. Um, but, you know, defense is something that, that, um, you know, you, you, have got to stay on it. It's, it's uh when you when you when you get into a um a groove with it where where it matters and you know you're you're doing the little things, um it, it's gotta continue to be a featured part of of what you're about.
2: Which leads me to my next question. I was gonna ask you who got the game ball last night, but that might be too <laughs> on the nose, but Rick, you had a quote the other day that said, uh, "Even dating a pretty girl gets boring after a while. She can't guard anybody." So it's a
1: quote of the year, Co- Coach. This is being talked about a lot online the last few days. Do you have any idea on Twitter what's being said of this quote? They're loving it. No, I, I you
0: know, I, I, I'm not on Twitter, and uh, I, I have heard about it a little bit. Um, my daughter Abby. Is you know, she caught wind of it and she Sure. She caught yeah, so she got it. she said to Donna, she told her about it, my wife. And uh I just wanna be clear, my my wife can guard somebody. So. I was gonna say I was
2: gonna ask, like, <laughs> is, she, is she help side, is she <laughs> locked down, like you know, what kind of advice could you give us, you know, out here in the dating pool? Who should we look for? <laughs> she's gotta be able,
1: she's gotta be able to guard the one through four. You gotta be able to switch on everything, James.
0: <laughs> James, this will be one of our uh, <laughs> offline conversations. All right, okay? all right. Appreciate yeah. that. Appreciate but, I, that. But, I, but I got you there.
1: Coach, uh, well, congratulations. The last few weeks, um, you guys were 500, four in a row. A lot of good feelings. Last night, obviously, was uh, was a fantastic game. And now it's Milwaukee again tomorrow night in Gamebridge. You can hear it right here on the fan. Uh, thank you so much for these conversations each Tuesday, Coach. Safe travels. We'll catch up next week. Thank you.
0: All right, cheers. Take care, guys.